I want to welcome everybody to Walker Ministries. Well, we believe in the one new man in Yeshua, Jesus. The one new man being revealed. My goodness. Ah, you are the new man. I want to welcome everybody, all the visitors. We, we don't have partners. We don't have members. You know, when you got membership to something, you don't even go. Y'all got membership to the gym, you don't even go to the gym. You got a membership though. We are the ecclesia. We are the body of Christ. Jesus, my, that should mean something to us. We are the body of Christ. I know Jesus, but we are his body. Jesus, my God. See, when you have understanding, you, you respond differently. When you have certain uh, knowledge of something, you, you, you have a confidence. There's a boldness that comes along with, I know. But the people that do know their God shall be what? Weak, feeble, useless. He said that you should be strong and do exploits. Jesus, my God. Ooh, see, that's, a, that's a confidence goes along with your salvation. I know I'm saved. I ain't got to worry about once saved, always saved. Because if I was saved, I'm saved. I ain't got to worry about that doctrine. Y'all know I'm teaching on doctrine, right? The real power is in the doctrine. Mm, 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 mm. Glory to God. Everybody all right? I got you now. Well, Today is, well, yesterday at sunset was what? Pesach. Passover, okay. It's not Resurrection Sunday. It's not Resurrection Sunday. It's not Easter. <laughs> yeah, Pastor, but I saw it. It's in the King James Bible. I told y'all the King James is a translation. It's not the original scroll or codex. It's a translation. So things get lost in translation, don't it? Mm. This is a teaching ministry. We teach. Jesus said, come and what? Learn of me. He didn't say, come and learn of pastor. He said, come and learn of him. Amen. All right. It's Passover. It's Passover. See, I told you, when we start changing words, we change the doctrine. We change the meaning of things. It was never called Resurrection Sunday. It was never called Palms, even though they had palms. Palms are going to be in heaven. You're going to see them in heaven, too. But see, we make a doctrine out of things, out of experiences. That's not what we do. How come it's hard for the church to stick to the doctrine? Okay. 
Get that plan. I'm going to need some help today. All right. Can I show you something? I just want to make sure because we have people watching and people viewing. Go to Leviticus, man of God. Real quick. I got a lot of scripture today. Help y'all out. Make sure we know what this is. Leviticus 23. Let's start at verse 1. Now we do have the King James, but I want to read, I want to do the Amplified. Okay? First, help us out. I got something for you. Y'all, who want, thank you, you want to receive it? Okay. <laughs> Somebody want to receive I come to receive the day. Amen. Let's read. Come on. Let's go. This is Leviticus chapter 23 at verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the set feasts or appointed seasons of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations. Even my set feasts are these. Okay, hold on. We just established that he said that these are his feasts. Hold on. Not the Jewish people. Not the church in America. He said these are what? Mine. Personal. These are mine. These are mine. That word feast there is not we eating. That word feast there is moed. It, it means moedin. It means his appointed time. Amen? These are his appointed times for a reason. You can count on this appointed time to see him, to meet him. These are his. Continue to read. See, if I get the church to stick to his doctrine, then we won't be lost. We won't get lost in tradition. We won't get lost in Mama Dem Church. We want to get lost in the Word of God, the truth. Amen? Okay, we have established that these are God's appointed times. Right? Let's go. At verse 3, six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. A holy convocation. Stop. I'm not even going to go there. But y'all know seven day of Venice, right? They take this scripture and they make a what? A do they make a religion out of it. Sorry, I didn't mean yellow. I'm just saying. Very, very passionate. Amen. So I told you, see how people take something and make a whole doctrine out of it. He just said, this is my rest day. Now, he came to fulfill the Sabbath. I can have a Sabbath today. I can have a Sabbath today. And they didn't use Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They said the second month on the first day. See, they used that so you wouldn't get twisted in all the other paganism when it comes to dates and months and stuff. Use numbers. Okay. Let's go. It is a holy convocation or assembly by summons. You shall do no work on that day. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. Verse 4. These are the set feasts 
or appointed seasons of the Lord. Ah, of the Lord. So tell your friends, if they ask you why you do this, this is not black Hebrew Israelite. This ain't Yahweh the people. This, this not that. Okay? You got to be able to, you got to be able to tell people because you know your doctrine. Come on, let's do this. These are holy convocations you shall proclaim at their stated times. Verse 5. Mm. On the 14th day of the first month at twilight is the Lord's Supper. Y'all saw that, right? So their day begins at what? Sunset. Okay. All right. Y'all learning already. Come Verse on. 6. On the 15th day of the same month, is the feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. Verse 7. On the first day you shall have a holy calling together. You shall do no servile or laborious work on that day. Verse 8. But you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord for seven days. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall do no servile or laborious work on that day. Basically, before that, he was saying you bring an offering. See, when you follow God's patterns, you ain't got to make up you, this is the blessing day. This day. If you just follow, he'll show you when you do this, you're blessed. I know this is the Old Testament and he was talking to the children of Israel. Yes, but he does not change. And no, we're not saved because we're doing something. We're saved by grace. He said, I come to fulfill, complete the feast. Not do away with. Not abolish. I come to establish. Amen. Come on. Come on. At verse 9. And the Lord said to Moses, verse 10, tell the Israelites, when you have come into the land I give you and reap its harvest, you shall bring the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. Verse 11, and he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord that you may be accepted. On the next day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it before the Lord. Verse 12, you shall offer on the day when you wave the sheaf a male lamb, a year old without blemish, for a burnt offering to the Lord. Verse 13, its cereal offering shall be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering made by fire to the Lord for a sweet, pleasing, and satisfying fragrance. All right, Th that's what your offering does. Yes, yes, it's the animal is sacrificial right now. But I'm going to show you something with, your, with some understanding and your offering. Can I show that to you? Watch this. We can continue with that. But I just want you to know, first of all, that they are his feasts, not the Jewish people. Okay? Understanding. Watch this. Go to Exodus. I'm going to help us with something, show you something powerful. So, 
You got Exodus 23. So we would have to pass over Seder, right? So the Seder means what? Seder means order. That's what Seder means. Seder means order. So we would normally at WM Ministry, we would have this nice spread that um, Minister Felicia would, and her staff would prepare. We didn't get to do it this year. Ah, oh, God. But it's on the internet. You can go and watch it from last year, I'm sure. But um, we'll be back. And um, it's beautiful. It's tradition. It's sort of. But there was a Passover meal. This is the thing that we miss um, when it comes to uh, our doctrine and our understanding of the things of God. Just a few more keys, man. Just a, just a few more keys. Just a few more. I like that. Help me tell my story. Amen. Just a few more keys. Huh, teacher? Okay. All right. Adam said, yes, sir. All right. Listen, I like it, y'all. See, at the Seder, we would have it going. All right. So we don't have to say that this time, right? You can do your own. And that plate represented uh, the exodus, the journey. Everything was symbolic, you know? I don't have time to go into all of that today. Um, but, I, but it's important to understand what, what's going on at this time. Imagine this. This is, the, this, is the, this is the day. This is the day that, you know, he, or the satyrs, when he was preparing and he died on Passover. What saved them is that they had to apply the blood of the lamb on the lintels of the house of the people. And when the deaf angel came, he would pass over those homes. But he did come. And if you, and if you didn't apply that blood on the lintel, the deaf angel would come. Mm, we know what the deaf angel, he didn't come to raise you, he come to do what? Mm, okay. It said the Lord. It said it was the Lord. That's what it said. Just read the scripture, you'll see it. It was the Lord. Okay. So right now, we, we're in the same situation. You got to get saved. If not, the deaf angel. If the blood hadn't been applied, your salvation hadn't been applied to the lentils of your heart now. Okay. It's just serious business. I'm going to show y'all something, though. Can I show you a little something? Exodus 23, 14, and 15 right quick. And then we're going to show y'all something really good. Then we can get into the doctrine teaching. Is that all right? All right. Let's go. This is Exodus chapter 23 at verse 14. The scripture reads, three times in the year, you shall keep a feast to me. Verse 15, you shall keep the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days, you shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you. At the time appointed in the month of Abib, for in it you came out of Egypt. None shall appear before me empty-handed. All right. Mm. So it ain't somebody making up anything. I'm going to show you in the word. 
See, these were three times that we had to come. He, you know, these were times that you had to show up, which was Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. You had to show up. You had to make a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. And Jesus did such. Okay? So, but with that, he's saying you should not come. In th- How many of y'all saved? That means you came out of Egypt. That means you came out of bondage. That's what Egypt represented was bondage. Delivered. You were delivered out from it. Amen. Now, when you appear before him, you can't come empty handed. He said it right there. Come on, man, God. Read it again. Verse 15. You shall keep the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread as I commanded you at the time appointed in the month of Abib. For in it you came out of Egypt. Mm. None shall appear before me empty-handed. None. Oldest to the youngest. None. Okay, y'all know it. Okay. Okay. Minister, read 16. At verse 16. Also, you shall keep the feast of harvest or Pentecost, acknowledging the first fruits of your toil, of what you sow in the field. Mm. And third, you shall keep the feast of ingathering. Mm. Booths or tabernacles Tabernacles. at the end of the year when you gather in the fruit of your labors from the field. Mm. 17. Verse 17. Men. Three times in the year all your males shall appear before the Lord God. No, 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 no. We got more women in church. He said three times the men, you're supposed to make this pilgrimage and appear before the Lord. I mean, it's specific to the men. This is your worship. Look at that. Look at that. You ain't got to, see, they ain't had no struggle. My God. Watch this. Watch the blessing. Can I show you all the blessings? Okay, I'm going to show y'all the blessings. That's beautiful right there. Drop down to verse 20. Watch what's going to happen. At verse 20, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep and guard you on the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. Oh, my God. Oh, you ain't see... Hey, the answer. Jesus, my God. See, we, we, we make up stuff in church. We make up stuff. You don't have to make up anything with God. If you understood his doctrine. Did you hear what he said right there? Behold, I send an angel before you. 
This after you haven't come empty-handed. He said, listen, before you, to keep you and guard you on the way to bring you to the place I have prepared. Jesus, that's protection. Verse 21. At verse 21, give heed to him. Listen to and obey his voice. Stop. This is the angel that he's talking about. See, I'm trying to tell y'all, we have to. Oh, Jesus. Listen, take heed. I told you, whenever God gives you, bless you, there's a what? Condition. That goes along with the blessing. Mm. Look at that. Give heed to him. Listen to him. And what? Obey his voice. Jesus, my God. Come on, minister. Be not rebellious before him Mm. or provoke him. For he will not pardon your transgression. For my name is in him. All right. You can't pray to him. Tell him, forgive me for not listening. Not this angel. Jesus, my God. Do y'all see that? 22. Verse 22. But if you will indeed listen to Mm. and obey his voice and all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversary. Hold up. All this from my seed? All this from my obedience? All this from my... Listen, he said, don't come empty-handed. See, I told y'all. See, this will make better sense if you really understood that God is not a man that he can't lie. Can't lie. Did you see that? But if you will indeed listen and obey his voice and then listen and all that I speak. He said, angel, he's going to speak what I say. If you listen to his voice, but all that I say. Jesus, my God, then. I will be an enemy to your enemies. Who are you fighting? You ain't, the, the, you ain't got to fight nobody. Not while they're talking about you, not while they whatever. You ain't got to fight them. If you would just obey. He said, I'll be an adversary to your, ad- what? To your adversaries. Come on, baby. See, we don't know our word. I be so in my seat. I understand something. And with all thy getting, get in understanding. Go ahead. He can't lie. Woo! Where we at? Verse tw- what verse we at? 22? Let's look at 23. Verse 23. When my angel goes before you. He ain't finished. And brings you to the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I reject them. Stop. All those represent 
mountains in your life, hard things, giants. They, they were the Nephilim tribes right here. These were the ones that were opposing him and the same thing that opposing you. Jesus, my God. Come on. Come on. Finish that, men of God. And I reject them and blot them out. Oh, uh, who are y'all fighting? <laughs> the battle is truly not yours, but it's whose? Well, why don't y'all let them fight for you? Why don't you be obedient? Jesus, my God. Oh, this ain't the message. This just so I want to show y'all about what the day is all about. Okay, amen? Come on. It is a message, but let's go. Let's go, Ava. All right. Help that spirit. Hey, Ava, come here for a minute. Come here. Get these to your dad. Give these to your mom. Give these to your dad. All right? Because he's he, he witnessing. All right, thank you, baby. Some books for some men. All right. Go ahead, man of God. He not ready. He ain't playing. He ain't playing. I get the best encouragement from him and Mary, man. I'm telling you, from the elder and Mary. Thank you so much. My goodness. <laughs> I need true encouragement. Hey, folks who really care. All right. Don't never bring no trouble. <laughs> Talk to me all day. <laughs> all right. Y'all ready? You did 23? Go to 24. All right, man of God. Got dead on there. All right. Got tall. Jeez. I ain't had my little talk with none of them yet, but I don't see them. It's coming. All right. Go to 24. At verse 24, you shall not bow down to their gods or serve them or do after their works. Uh-uh. Hold up. Hold up. You talking to the saints right now. After you sow your seed, after angels done fought for you, don't you turn your back. Read that again. Read that again. You shall not bow down to their gods or serve them. Or do after their works. Go ahead. But you shall utterly overthrow them. Uh. And break down their pillars Ooh. and images. That's what Janae was doing. Go ahead. You said what? Their pillars. <laughs> their pillars. Their, their high places. So you, you, you have something to do too. With this blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What was that? What was that? 20 what? 25. At verse 25, you shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and water. Hold on. You shall serve your Lord the God, right? God, right? By doing what? What does it say? He shall bless your bread and water. That's, that's, your, that's your substance. Y'all see what servitude is? So when you give, 
Did y'all see this? The Lord your God. He shall bless. He shall bless. Ain't no man going to do that. He shall bless. Your bread and your water. Your, the things that sustain you. We don't want. This is his appointed times. See, his blessings come with everything right there. You ain't got to worry about it. You just only thing you got to make sure is your heart is right. He said, if you give and your heart is wrong, he said, he said, don't even don't even give it to me. Go back, pray the altar and get it right. Then bring it. But don't give it like that. Okay. Hold on, finish reading this. Woo, watch this. You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and water, and I will take sickness from your midst. This is what he said. I will take sickness from your midst. That's the Old Testament, Pastor. That's all Jesus them had. That's the old testament. He's done away. Yeah, but he can't lie. And he said, I change not. He does not change. See, we just don't. See, this is the problem. We just we just throw away. Go ahead, man of God. I like that. Y'all better know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. He a product of his of his daddy. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Like I ain't struggling who I am. Oh, who I am. Jesus, my God. Look at look at all this. This is just your obedience at this appointed time. Woo. Okay. Where we at? Twenty what? Twenty 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 six. At verse twenty six, none shall lose her young by miscarriage. Or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. You better go ahead. You better go ahead and receive that back there. Brother, come on up here and receive that thing. Hey, my God. Jesus, my goodness. They ain't got no real life. It's just a blessing. It's in the word. It's in the word. See, y'all don't, y'all, see, see, hold on. This just proves we don't, we've been taught so wrong. We've been taught so wrong. We don't know our doctrine. We don't know our God and his promises. They are yes and what? Amen. Jesus, my God. Go again. And Adam said he knew his wife again. Y'all don't even want to know it. Y'all and he knew her again. And he knew her again. That's the word of God. Jesus. Hey, glory to God. Stay close, David. Ben David, stay close. Woo! 
I don't care what no doctor say. I don't care what nobody say. I'm going to go with the word say. He said, if I do this and I obey, look at that, I will fulfill the number of your days. Man of God. Woo, go ahead. Lord, so let's know this is true. None shall lose their young. None shall use their young, he said. Oh, come on. Come on 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 there. Glory to God. Hey, my God. I got it. I got it. I got it. Jesus, my God. And none shall lose their lung. By what? He was specific. He said miscarriage. He say no other thing. Told y'all the enemy attacks the womb. Told y'all thrombos are nothing but the enemy trying to what? Manifest in you. Jesus. Amen. I ain't got to my message yet. I'm going to get there, though. Woo! Just trying to get the blessings to you. All right, all right. 26. Glory to God. I just love it. 27. Read 27. At verse 27. Jesus. I will send my terror before you. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. throw into confusion all the people to whom you shall come. Hold on. He said, what? I shall send my terror before you. And will throw what? Into what? Confusion. All the people whom you shall come. What? And will make your foes turn, listen, from you in flight. Y'all better tell them boss to stop messing with y'all. I sowed my seed. I got the word on this thing. Jesus, my God. Hey, go ahead and receive that thing. Woo! <laughs> glory to God. Ah, okay. All right, glory to God. Man of God, where we at? 27. Jesus, 28. Come on, let's do at this verse thing. Verse 28. Ah, all right now. And I will send hornets before you. Listen to this, y'all. Listen. Which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite. I shall send hornets before you. Watch this. Which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and Hittite from before you. All the things that, all the giants, because that's what I'm telling you, these are the Nephilim tribes. All of the things that seem impossible to conquer. See, I will drive them out. But watch this, though. I'm going to show you something. Come, I'm going to show you something. Go ahead. Hey, go ahead to God. At verse 29. Whoop. I will not drive them out from before you in one year. Watch this. Uh-uh, uh-uh, because a lot of times you say things and you don't keep your promise. I'm not going to do it all at once for you. I'm going to see. You mean this. I'm going to check. I'm not going to do it all at once. You want me to do it all at once, but I'm not going to do it all at once. I want to see if you're going to be faithful. Come on, give me some of that. Jesus, my God. Oh, hey, my God. <laughs> All right, Andy. Woo, Jesus. It's Passover. This your Passover. Jesus. All right. Mess my eyes. Please <laughs> <me> stop. Woo! <laughs> Woo! But that's the heart you do. Mm. All right now. Jesus. All right. All right. Come on, y'all. 
Listen to this. Read that again. See, you got to interpret right. Glory to God. Look at this. Come on. Verse 29. I will not drive them out from before you in one year. I'm not going to do it. Lest the land become desolate for lack of attention. Oh, for lack of attention. And the wild beasts multiply against you. See that? See, see, God is a God of balance. You're going to mess up his ecosystem. Jesus, my God. Come on, come on. Oh, where we at? 29? Uh -huh. Go to 30. At verse 30. Little by little, I will drive them out see from that? before you. Listen, little by little. You Until... You have increased and are numerous enough to take possession of Good the land. Good God. See, and the King James said to inherit the land. Hold on. Did y'all see that right there? I will drive them out before you until you have increased. That means it takes, it's a process and it takes time. Jesus, David. It takes time. And you are numerous enough. I need more of the of y'all to possess the land. I need to be it need to be some births, another generation. See, we come to church just for us and not for another generation. I'm trying to say it, teacher. Show lives. I wish I had a church that would listen. Jesus. Did y'all see that right there? See, we haven't we don't have enough of WM ministry people to possess the land yet. That's why you got to become a disciple and witness. So we can possess the land. Jesus, my God. Woo! -ho -ho. Teacher, hold on. Jesus. Where we at? 30. All right. All right. 31. At verse 31. 31. I will set your borders from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines and from the wilderness to the river Euphrates. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand. Into your hand. And you shall drive them out before you. Good God. He gonna, first, I'm going to set the boundaries okay. for you. Okay. You ain't got to worry. Listen, you, God set your limitations. Not you. Good God Almighty. See, see, our focus is not souls. Our focus is our substance. But he said, I'm going to take care of that for you. Oh, Jesus, my God. Do y'all see that? He said that I'm going to drive the inhabitants, the ones, the things that are stopping you in the land. He said, and into your hands and you shall drive them out. Ah, before you. You're going to have some witnesses. Jesus, my God. Last scripture. 32. At verse 32. You shall make no covenant with them or with their gods. That's the problem. The church don't know they're in covenant with the world. Church don't even know because their doctrine is all wrong. They don't know they're in covenant. Just something so simple. 
since we're talking about Egypt. Since we're talking about Egypt and we're talking about the plague. See, I, as, as we are so, uh, how can I say this, uh, ignorant. And I say that, I'm talking about a lack of knowledge. Know the origin of what you do. This is just a little side tone. Can, can I just drop something since we're talking about Egypt? I mean, I mean how many of y'all, how many, how many y'all got your little red bottom shoes? How many of y'all see that? I want some of them. That means something. Establish this red bottom. You know where that red bottom shoes came from. I'm gonna help you with that. Red bottom shoes came from, watch this, it came from the butchers in Egypt. And they would wear high heels because they didn't want to get their feet in all the blood. So they would wear, this is where it came from. No, no, y'all think it's that, that designer in France that did this. No, he didn't. Ain't nothing new under the sun. He didn't just make that up. So I just want y'all to know certain things. Sometimes you just need to know the origins of things. Yeah. Folks, look, I got a red bottom zone. Look at that. Did you know what that means? Do you understand what it I ain't saying, I mean, you can buy me one, but I'm just telling you to know the origin. What it represents. See, this is how the enemy, he's so deceptive and we are so easy. Easily led astray by the things of the world. Jesus, my God. Oh. I just, just thought I'd throw that in in case you marvel not. Go ahead. Marvel not. It's just, it's just, so, it, it, it's just so crazy, right? I mean, I taught y'all before about Bluetooth and what that was. Okay. That's like a Nordic, like noble, this guy and... The reason he actually had blue tooth, he had a black and blue tooth. And the symbol that you see, that's like in Nordic symbol, that's his initials that you see now on Bluetooth, everything. <sighs> Just saying, you need to know the origin of things that you do. There's nothing new on the sun. And we're so deceived in all the little things. How many of y'all got y'all pan? See, your personal area network. That's what PAN stands for. That's what personal area network stands for. PAN. You know, PAN, the God. Okay, I'm going to the scripture then. Go, go back here. Just letting y'all know how, how we're so influenced. Easily influenced, and we don't know the structure of things and why we do what we do, why we follow certain people. I'm coming, it's my job. That way, I know I ain't in covenant with nobody except God. We don't, we're, we're, like I said, we're, we're easily, so easily just led astray and following what we think is popular without understanding the origins of the things that we do, things that we yield to, things that we give license to. 
You know? Oh, Jesus. God is good, though, ain't he? Y'all going to be like the most informed people in heaven. I think that. I know what that is. My pastor told me this. All right. I got an amen. <laughs> My goodness. Y'all ever, you ever seen something or read something and it just don't bear witness, you know, in your spirit? Jesus. I mean, how many of y'all say? How many of y'all say? Not a half mass. I'm saved. Okay, come on with it. My question is, since it's resurrecting Sunday, who have you raised from the dead? Since we're going to talk about resurrection, who have you raised from the dead? Hmm? Because when you witness and you lead somebody to Christ, guess what you have just done? Raise somebody from the dead. You just raised somebody from the dead. They were dead in their transgression, dead in their sins. Who have you risen from the grave? Mm. I got dead works. <laughs> Them works of the flesh is dead. <laughs> Who have you raised from the dead? Greater works you shall do than I. Say, well, we don't look at it like that, teacher. Plant the seed. Somebody else. With real power say come forth. Some of you just can plant. Mm. That's why you got to know your doctrine. Oh Jesus. Amen. Woo. Would y'all bless. Bring your seed. See folks ain't got. Watch what happened. See, I ain't got to do anything, and neither do you, except obey. Ah, Jesus. So we've been talking about doctrine. I know I ain't going to have a lot of time, but I'm at least got to introduce and get going a little bit. Amen? This is still doctrine. Part three. Anyway, I told y'all doctrine meant what? Teaching, instruction. Okay. Last time uh, we talked, I want to make sure, yeah, right here, I got a little notes here. And I told y'all, just doing a quick one so we can tie you back in, all right? So we say that all throughout Scripture, doctrine has always been the strategy for building in the ministry of Jesus. Listen, he used parables, I told y'all, but hidden in those parables was doctrine, precepts of the kingdom. Now, and I told y'all, I said, now let's look at the ministry of the apostles. Uh, this is kind of where I ended up almost last time. I'm just doing a quick little page back. Because there is a condition for any truth to be called 
doctrine, right? Y'all can help a lot of your friends out. You can help a lot of people. You can watch things. You can see what things are. Listen, I said, number one, the idea must be captured in the Old Testament for it to be, you know, um, qualified as true doctrine. So you got you to use true, all right? Jesus. So, and, and I told you in the Old Testament, uh, the uh, study of God is theo, uh, is theology is where you get the word theology from, theos, right? That was number one, is that it must be captured in the Old Testament. Number two, that it must be manifested in the life of Jesus. Okay, I had no experience other, uh, okay? Number three, these are very critical. This will help you. Number three, well, it must be manifested in the life of the apostles. Amen. And if any of three of these uh, criteria have met, have not met, if one of them are missing, that cannot be considered as true doctrine. All right. Then I said, if we did that, now we would do an introspect and find out that most of the things that we teach in the body of Christ would be, would it pass the test? The stuff that you hear every Sunday, stuff you go on YouTube and look at, would it actually pass the test to be considered true doctrine? Y'all going to be good. Y'all going to be nice. Absolutely. Not all. And, are the, st and, and the things that you do go on, is it standardized enough? Right? Has it been standardized enough? Yet we have doctrines made of things. And I told you all about these type of things. Uh, the challenge with the body of Christ today is a lot of these people. And I'm not coming to give them. A lot of it is well-meaning, right? You know, uh, they're they're well-meaning. You just have to exegesis, you know, what they're doing. Okay? That's critical explanation or interpretation of a text, especially, you know, Scripture. It's largely most of the stuff that you see, YouTube, the most of the stuff that you see in a lot of ministry is based on, this doctrine is based on their opinions. I gave y'all Steve Harvey. That was, not, that was not doctrine. That was his opinion using scripture. Okay? There you go right there. It's, it's based on encounters like Beth. Dust falling. It's a gold tooth in here. Based on, I'm telling you, that's what. Okay, mainly these ministries is is for signs. Forget to do with the braids and the white guy with the braids. All of it is about healing, but they never bring anybody to Christ. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't get his name right now. See? Didn't say he didn't, but that's not what you see. Okay. Watch this. I told you a lot of times, as wonderful as these people are, they have those things pass the spiritual custom. Have it passed through spiritual customs. <laughs> so to speak. Does that really qualify as doctrine? I'm so dangerous, y'all. I'm telling y'all right now. Doctrine shouldn't be just specifically for a certain class of people. It should be wide spectrum over the body of Christ. 
Amen? All right. This is what people do with false doctrine. If, if I communicated truth only, that it would only profit certain people. Amen? Prophecy only profits certain people. It shouldn't be that way. Right? That's dangerous. But it happens. Okay. This, this summit is just for business people. And you only can come here and you only can be blessed because you're a businessman. And you, you know, you're six-figure. That's it. That's, that's wrong. You can't do that. That's wrong, doctor. Whole thing of it is wrong. Okay. Watch this. Let me go here. Uh, well, let's go to the Word. Let's go to the Word. Let's look at the early church. Go to Acts. Chapter 2, 42. King James. Y'all know I, I like using the King in this kind of thing because it uses the word actual doctrine. All right. This is Acts chapter 2 at verse 42. In the King James Version, it reads, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine mm. and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Wow. And they stood, what? Steadfastly. What? What does it say? In the apostles' doctrine. So we know this is doctrine because I told you apostles had to be in the lives of the apostles, right? See what they did? Listen to this. Okay. So they, they kept the pattern. Steadfastly means they kept it. And I told you a lot of times the reason why we don't see the glory of God is because um, his patterns have not been kept. The glory of God always confirms his patterns that are kept. That's why I went to the early teaching in the beginning. That's why I went back to his pattern. I went back to what God said about the feast. Not me, not some, anybody else. Let's just look at what God said. Let's keep that. He always show up on that. You can count on that. Okay. All right. All right. We have to stop, teacher, building doctrine on visionary experiences. Mm -mm, writing books, too. Anyway. People use these experiences to build Bible. Watch this. Study schools. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Training people who are now training other people. Watch this. People don't feel guilty. See, if you go to like one of these ministries, I'm, I'm going to help y'all. God, Because you haven't had a vision yet. A vision is not doctrine. It's an advantage. Watch this. That is based on the election of grace. Or... Your quality of alignment to God. You have visions all the time. Remember the person answered that? Hmm. It's based on, teacher, on the alignment to God, but it's not doctrine. Huh, teacher? It does. It does. Mm. Jesus, my God. 
False doctrine continues to mislead believers. We have to be careful because if you have not seen an angel at some of these ministries, well, listen to me, because you have not seen an angel based on the theology that you have been taught. And they do this, all these conferences out here, they do this stuff. You will begin, watch it, you begin to believe that you're not mature. Because you ain't seen an angel. Hold on. Watch this. This is what happens. You'll begin to believe that you're not mature. Watch this. Then the logical thing you will begin to do is this. Watch this. Lie. You will begin to lie. Watch this. About, watch this, your experiences. Watch this. But you're not lying because you're bad. You're lying because you, you're conforming to your doctrine. Teacher, do you hear me? <laughs> hey, that's good coming from the teacher. Listen, listen to what I'm telling you. Because you haven't had that experience that Star had. And you at this ministry that is all based on visionaries and stuff that you see and encounters with the Holy Spirit and all these types of things. And you're going out, you know, on these hunters and hunting things and you're going to people you don't know, all these types of things. And because you haven't had that experience, you'll begin to lie about your experience. And you're not lying because you're bad, you're lying because you're conforming to the doctrine. That's what you see. Oh, I want to do what they're doing. Let's go do a treasure hunt ourselves. I think that's what they call it. Next thing you know, you'll be going, laying and soaking on people's tombstones. I need that mantle, so I'm going to go and soak on this grave. Yes, they do. Y'all know they do it. Instead of making a sacrifice for that anointing. You, you're not qualified for that mantle. Lies. People lying. Listen to this. You're not lying because you're bad. You're lying because you're conforming to your doctrine. Watch this. This is what will happen next. Someone will fall under the anointing so it would seem. Or they will start shouting. Watch this. Play it. Pay attention. Or they'll start shouting. And now people start falling out under that same false deception. Including myself. Uh, not me, but I'm just saying it could happen. It's a spirit. Watch this. If I build that false experience based on my false doctrine, good God Almighty, that's what you see happen a lot. 
Mm. If you look very closely at the church based on this teaching, you can see it everywhere. We had places, folks asking, anybody got a word? Anybody got a word? Anybody got a word? Don't you know a demon going to say he got a word? Instead of waiting for the unction. And if I had Holy Spirit, don't you know I would have a witness that that was Holy Spirit about to release something? I'm not going to ask you. You got a word? Anybody in here got a word of prophecy? Now I'm telling you. Some of y'all been in places like that. Okay. Watch this, teacher. At the rate that we are claiming that we see angels every day. I mean, we had somebody here. They, I ain't seen Michael, but this person seen Michael. I mean, they on the regular. Doctrine. For real. This is what happens. You're laughing, but this is true, and this is what happens. You can't stay here in that environment. I don't have to say nothing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I'm told to do. Spirits love to get the mic. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Watch this. At the rate that we claim that we see angels every day, at the rate that we claim that we see Jesus every day. At the rate which we claim that we go to heaven every day. At the rate at which we claim to go to hell every day. At the rates that we, that we go to other planets every day. Mm. Jesus, my God. Yes, I've seen it all. Watch this. It looks like. It looks like you have. Proof of spiritual maturity. Right? It looks like it. It looks like it, right? What we're doing is this. That we are deviating to a spiritual catastrophe. That if not properly managed... A generation will stand today and not know what true Christianity is all about. With all this shenanigans, as Mrs. Halvin said. With this false doctrine, we are, watch this, we are fading the line between true Christianity and all other Religions. This is what is happening right now. This very moment. That I'm teaching you. In most churches. That I have in service today. Very few are telling them exactly. What Pesach and Passover really is about. Really? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. He, yeah, he did rise. He did. But the feast is Passover. That's what it is. I'm not coming against anybody. I'm just telling you what the word says. It ain't called Resurrection Sunday. This season that God is talking about is called Passover. And 50 days from then, what, what happens? Pentecost. What's she doing? Where's she going, y'all? Okay. How much, how much I got? Tell me. She said five. Got five. Okay, I went. Yeah, here we go. I got five on I got five. I must be losing weight while I'm teaching. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> he know my heart. He know my desire. All right. <laughs> here we go, y'all. Signs and wonders. All right, here we go. <laughs> Elder, y'all right? Mary, y'all right? Okay, y'all. Okay. Love y'all, man. Listen to this. All right. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, y'all, but it's true. That the wall of strength and stability has been weakened by false doctrine. It's a shame that the average teacher, child of God, does not even know what it is to be a true biblical Christian. No, nah, for real, y'all. Just like we don't know what true biblical faith is, is what I taught you last week. Just like we don't know what true biblical prophecy is. We got all this stuff made up. Prophesying people, you you getting a house right now. Wait a minute, you you in debt? You've been a poor steward. Your lights out. I'm just saying. But you get a word. How come you don't get a word that you need to straighten up? Fly right. Begin to be a giver, a cheerful giver. How come you don't get that word? Your husband coming. You still married. Wrong. This is lying, man. People just lying. So I'm going to teach you on true biblical prophecy. We're going to teach you on true biblical prophecy. I got you on faith. We're going to do on true. Well, the feast represent really. The feast is really true biblical prophecy of Jesus. That's what true biblical prophecy is about. Jesus. He is the spirit of prophecy. Oh, what are we doing? Where have you been? What you been learning? Jesus. Okay, I got two minutes. Oh, see, I can't do that because then I'm going to have to go to Acts again. And, and I can't do it, so I ain't going to be able to go there. So she went out today. I know when to. I know when to. 
Hey, teacher. You ain't got no mic. She don't have no mic. I guess I keep going. Oh, my God. This is the war that we keep fighting every Sunday. This is, this is a forever going war. This is the best war ever to be in. Amen. Knock me out. That your, that your spouse um, is relentless with expounding on and graft the word of God that he would almost have to be physically pulled away and restrained from <laughs> speaking continuously on. He could truly go on and on. One day, y'all going to let me. I know it will be in heaven, but. Uh. <laughs> said, Thank you for such a mature word. If you're married and you can't see the growth and development in your spouse, then you've become too familiar. It's either you become too familiar or they're not growing and you're not saying anything about it. And a marriage, you're supposed to always be growing. Because the moment you stop growing, the moment you stop receiving nourishment, because we feed off of each other. I need my husband to continue to grow. And I do that by being the example that I am growing. I'm very intentional about my growth. He, he sees it. He says, you're so serious. When you're doing what you do, you just, you're just so serious. He said, and focus. He said, Through this teaching, what I, I want to share with you what you need to walk away with even at another level from what you receive because you definitely received at a really great level. I could feel your energy. I could feel your alignment to the word of God. I could feel your engagement. I could, I could feel that you're ready to take charge over your own life and you're going to be relentless with it. So when Pastor, you were in the scripture speaking about all the Hittites and the Amorites and all these different enemies, right? When we come for those seven days of offering, and we exchange 
with the seed that you've sown. But you know what I thought of? I thought about this because normally what we think about is what you're going through now. What I thought about, minister, was this. What I thought about, what is intercessor fee? What, what I thought about people of God. What I thought about Terrence was when God told me that he was going to turn my captivity. He said, I'm going to turn your captivity while I was in captivity. With all imaginable issues and situations and trouble and all the bad, painful, hurtful things. He said, and it's going to be just like you dream. See, that wasn't a one time. Frida, that wasn't a one time. Dina, that wasn't a one time. It was, but I didn't know, a perpetual turning. Because when I received it, I received it as forever. So I want you to know with this seed, Celeste, that you've sown, it's not about now. It is a far off my seat. See, this is why if you really, God said, if you really, if you really had known fully what I said, Terrence. See, Minister Dot, there's, we can go, see, and it's just a seed, right? But when it comes to the things that we for a hundred, a thousand. TV, couch, whatever it is, right? Because it's what you want. And it's not everlasting. And I thought, God, I said, if our heart really was in tune, minister B2, the things that God said that I will protect you from, The stuff that you haven't even, you don't even know that's coming, Frida. David, the thing that, look, that could take you out in a car accident and could have some of us disabled for the rest of our lives. See, y'all don't, you didn't quite hear him. Because if you did, it's, look, it's not about the seed. It's about hearing God's voice. to have children it is to go in their generation and the far off and when they get grown you didn't hear the voice of God fully you have a spouse that still is not where he or she should be where is that faith towards look every area of my life I needed to go everywhere places that I don't even know about situations that I haven't even encountered yet I, Lord God I want a seed that will please you I 
want a seed that will please and satisfy every enemy that would ever come about in my life. Every disease. Oh my God. Every unforeseen mistake that I would make, Frida. I said, Lord, I sat there in the chair and I said, Lord, I would say within myself, what is a worthy seed that will take care of all the facets of my life and all those attached to me? I need a seed that is infused with energy, that it goes to the north and it goes to the south and the east and the west. I need a seed, Lord God, that will please my and satisfy my entire life. I need a seed, Dina. I need a point of belief that demonstrate, Lord God, how I believe you. I need to not go around dealing with the things that I've been dealing with anymore. I don't want to see these days, they ever again. Lord God, I want you to be pleased with this incident. I want you to know how serious I'm about not only my life, but the lives that will come after me even when I'm gone. Imagine, Minister how if someone thought like that on your behalf. I need a place and a point of contact. the complete expression minister B of my entire being of who I am I need my this is a one time seed of my expression pastor it's a, an expression of me I want you Lord God to fully I want God Celeste to fully understand me today Celeste I'm telling you your voice today you minister me. You minister to me in a way that I didn't know I needed to be ministered to. I said, Lord God, I said, I just want to free. I want to be free in your arms today. I didn't want no one to touch me. Sometimes you just can't touch a person. I need to be free. God's going to take care of me. I, oh my God. And you just got to let go let go of everything I thank God for your life change because you allow God to deposit something in my spirit today that I definitely I need it desperately I need a revealing so I can impart it to you all but I thank God the day that you were born I thank God that the day that your your, your brother minister out prayed y'all here because it was this day I needed you to sing from your belly. I needed you to sing from a place of purity. I needed you to sing from a place of maturity in God. To reach the throne of God. To reach my heart so I would be renewed. I thank God for your life. nobody out don't count nobody out 
God. Thank you, Lord God. Now, now fill her back up, Father. Fill her back up, Lord God. Refresh her, Lord God. Open the doors of opportunity for her, Father. Blow her mind, Lord God. Turn her captivity like you turned mine. And it was just like I dreamed. Let her be a living testimony unto men, Lord God. Let the words that she speak, Lord God. Let the words that she sing, Father. Lord God, let them know that they need a Savior, Father. I thank you for a vocal cord, Lord God. I, I ask for your anointing. I ask for your anointing on her throat, Lord God. Have her only to sing, Father, what's pleasing to your heart, Lord God. Have her to sing prophetic, Lord God. Have her destroy yokes in the name of Jesus. I thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. We say so be it. 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 Elevate her life. Elevate her finances. Elevate her anointing. Elevate her children. Elevate her husband. Elevate her business, Lord God. She laid down her life, Father. Let her labor not be in vain, Lord God. Elevate your woman, your servant, Lord God. For she's laid down her life to serve you. We glorify you, Lord God. You did something special in this place. You came down and you touched us. Have us always be ready to hear the voice of God and to move when you say move. Minister Cindy, when you put your person here, see, that is the constant God said, He said, your everything is nothing. account he said that's nothing to be but just to have the desire to want to do it said Lord God I give you all because you gave me all I need uh, Aaron and Xavier come up Get them to lift the seed up to God. I need this generation. I need this generation. No lack in their life. I need y'all pick this up right here. Just pick it up. Hold it up to God. High as you can hold it. Amen. You can finish this on your knee. This is what God said. I can actually say this is what God said in the scripture. If you have it, if you want to, you can, you can do it for the next seven days. You can so. You can cash out, you can do it, bring it however. But this is what God is saying. These are the old ways that He talked about. These are the patterns that He talked about. So they lift this up. This is an offering. Wave your hands. A wave offering. This is what they would do too. If they had the palms, you would palm, you would wave. He was coming through with Hosanna. He was waving. He's coming. And we're waving. We're giving a hand offering. That it would stir up the incense of these offerings. It's be a nice savor in his nostrils. So Father, that the seed, Father, is holy. It's according to your pattern, to your word, Father. 
If you said it to the Israelites, you said it to the engrafted ones now, Father. That their needs are met. The angel has went ahead. Said, we listen to your word, Father. I need this generation right here saved, Father. I need them to be pillars, Father, of righteousness for the generation. I need them filled with the spirit of the living God. This is what they would do with Moses and his hand was tired. He would have them lift up the hand of Moses and his staff. As long as his hands stayed up, the Israelites could cross. They could do the impossible. Symbolically, that's what they're doing right now. I need this generation. God needs them. He needs you, Aaron. He needs you, Zay. Answer the call. It's higher than your friends. It's higher than anything that the enemy could bring toward you. Call of God for your life. Fulfill your call. Father, we bless you. We give you glory today. I thank you for my covenant with you and my wife and with the people of God. Because we are in covenant today. And I thank you, Father, that you have already increased everyone according to the measure of their hearts. So I bless you. I give you glory. It's in Yahshua's name. The name that's above all names. And we pray and we keep Israel protected today, Father. We call all the Orthodox Jews to the kingdom in Jesus' name today. He said, I will bless them who bless this people. So let's bless them in the name of Jesus today. Salvation come to them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you.